Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Time now for the Coors Light Louisville Women's Basketball Postgame Show. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Cards Basketball is also presented by UofL Health. Making the impossible possible. That's the power of you. Kelly Jobs, the employment solution expert. KellyJobs.com. Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors, Louisville's Neighborhood Liquor Store, UPS Jobs, apply today at upsky.com, and Kroger, fresh for everyone. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Skull and Chrissy Banta. Welcome into the University of Louisville Women's Basketball Postgame Show. I'm your host, Dave Skull along with my good friend, Chrissy Banton. Before we go any further, I want to let you all know this is our uh, first ESPN Louisville Plus uh, visual simulcast. I don't know how we're going to put that, but it's, it's basically we have a video feed of this as well on our YouTube channel if you want to check that out. Our good buddy, Justin Sofro, is, is, is putting that together. You guys know he's been doing a lot of good work um, in the visual department and kind of expanding our, our repertoire here. But uh, Chrissy, tough game. Tough. Tough game. So I don't feel a, great. I don't feel Before great. Before you ask how I feel, I don't feel great. Uh, we already got that out of the way. Right. I, I, I might have been yelling some. I'm glad the video feed wasn't up during the game. <laughs> yeah. There was some NSFW uh, we stuff being some tossed fans. around. Yeah. Uh, the FCC wouldn't have been very happy with me. Uh, 8150939 is the. Uh, the phone line, 3831-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. Uh, so let's get it out of the way. Louisville loses a tough one, 79-68 on the road to Courtney Banghart and the UNC Tar Heels. Look, they're all let's they're always tough at Chapel Hill. They are this year they were nine and one going into this game. Uh, they're one of the most talented teams in the league. They're ranked. Um, they're gonna be ranked higher by the end of the year. I think they're a top 15 type team. Deja Kelly, you know, uh, Usby, uh, they're, they're a good squad. They are, but so are we. And we certainly did not play consistent enough today. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the officiating. We know you all understand what we do with officiating. We don't harp, we don't harp on it. Um, it has less to do with who they they call the fouls against. It was just the tenor and the tempo of the game I thought made it pretty hard for our style of play. But we just didn't make the plays we had to make. And we didn't turn the ball over a ton, but if you listen to Jeff Walls' uh, post-game comments with Nick Curran, we made them at the worst time. 
Just the absolute worst time. Chris, did it feel like every turnover we had was was followed by a made three by UNC? Yeah, and I think that's part of what made it feel like we had twice as many turnovers, you know, as yeah. as they did. Uh, I think we had, what, 11 was yeah. the final? We had 15 assists, but 11 I, turnovers. The, the, the ratio wasn't bad, but it just felt like they were all impactful. And then the block yes. shots yeah. almost equate a turnover sometimes. Yeah, yeah their, their ability to get points off of Louisville turnovers today made it feel like those 11 turnovers, which is below the number Jeff Walls is typically comfortable with, made it feel like those 11 were closer to 22 or 24, which we've harped on it several times before. You can't have a high number of turnovers in ACC play because teams like North Carolina are going to figure yeah. out very quickly how to capitalize off those those turnovers. And today was a very good example of that. Like, it's kill or be killed in the ACC right now, right? Absolutely. I mean, the top, top Any teams. team can lose on any given night. And that's what makes the ACC so fun. And that's why I will always tell people. And honestly, the ACC is probably better this year than it's been in a while. I mean, I think if it's... ever. I mean, it's great this year. It's close. It's close for me because I think NC State's stronger than we thought going into this year. Like we thought they were they weren't going anywhere. Yeah. We know they were a top fifteen type team, but they're a top ten team. Virginia Tech can can get up and, and get you any night. They're a top fifteen type team. Duke, who we dispatched um not with ease, but we pretty pretty but convincingly still, yeah. <laughs> last week ended up beating Virginia Tech and Liz Kitley by double digits. I know Georgia Moore isn't playing right now, but still like this is the the top sixteen. When you talk about Louisville, Notre Dame, we've got a big one coming up in a few weeks. NC State, North Carolina, Duke, Virginia Tech, Miami. I mean, you're talking about a, an incredibly deep league where the first seven or the top seven or eight teams can all beat you on any given night, and then the next three or four are all fighting for tournament bids too. So none of that is an excuse. It's just no, a matter no, of what the not. landscape is because it felt like the way I put it was. Like yes, the 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 style of officiating was was hard to watch, and it's really hard on a pressure defense like ours. It's hard to. You're okay. a lot nicer than me. This, the the officiating was trash. It was today. garbage. It was. I was yelling a lot. There was simply. I mean, we had 15 foul calls in the third quarter alone. Like just the which is outrageous. Whistles. Like we have uh, Nina Ricards, who didn't have a great game tonight, but she got called on two two touch fouls on one possession, one trip down the court. What can she do? Like it, it was honestly, she was looking around like, what can we do? And I heard Jeff in the post game say, you know, I wanted us to be more aggressive and more and, and check it a little bit more on the way down the court and try to get a, a a cheap turnover here and there. And I think it just got in the the guards' heads how 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 quick the whistle was. And and at some point you can't like you, you have Jeff saying that, and then you have the announcer saying, well, they've got to adjust because any contact is a foul. It's like yeah, sometimes like it was so inconsistent kiki hit the floor like 18 times in the first quarter and he did she didn't draw foul yeah nothing you know and then in the third quarter we get 15 foul calls in a in, in short order and it's just like it's incredibly hard when was it sydney taylor laid on the floor for two minutes a gameplay it felt like and nothing yeah and then you brush against them on the other but side meanwhile and, yeah. yeah there was a whistle on the other end and this it's, is not to like we didn't lose because of officiating no this is not what we're saying it's just we lost I know, because of inconsistencies through the game exactly i know how hard it can be to watch that type of officiating though like it it, it cheapens the product and it makes it hard to watch and it makes it hard for them to play defense 
but you got to get through it, you know, and you have to make the plays. At the end of the day, um, we just our shot selection was poor in the second half uh, for the most part. Uh, we didn't, as as Jeff put it in the in the uh, in the interview with Nick Nick Curran, he just our guards weren't rebounding enough. Olivia and Nyla were, were working hard on the boards. They always do, but normally our bigs, our, our, our bigger guards and wings can get in there and get boards. And today it just seemed like if that, if that rebound careened like anywhere outside the paint, if it was a long rebound, it was going to UNC. Yeah, it was. And I, second I think, half, especially. Yeah. And then once you got into the second half, when you really needed to see a big like Olivia step up with really strong defensive efforts, she couldn't because she was in foul trouble. Yeah, you could see her. We could look the drop off to Aleph in the first half was tough. Like, just because <laughs> yeah, well, Aleph, look, she's doing some good things, and I thought she was coming along. Defense. She was coming along in the last couple of games, but she struggled a little bit today, yeah. in my opinion. And I think she was a little slow uh, getting back on defense and. The offensive drop-off from Olivia to Aleph today was just too stark to where Jeff had to play her through um, through her, her foul trouble. Yeah. And unfortunately, when Olivia had three fouls in the third quarter, you could see her. She just couldn't be as aggressive on defense. She couldn't. You know, she, she, they got a couple of cheapies in the paint that normally Olivia is extremely hard. She's one of the best post defenders in the country. And they were, they were blown right by her a few times because she couldn't be physical. Uh, in the second half defensively. And you could tell she was visibly frustrated oh, yeah. by being, you know, held back in a sense from being able to play her normal physical game. Um, and she had some some really good mid-range looks today. Uh, a couple of really good shots that went in, but there were also a few that were questionable. Yeah. 8150-939 is the phone number. 3831-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. James, how long is, is, is Jeff's post game? It's about five minutes. I tell you what, let's go ahead and play that while we're waiting on on phone calls and kind of get a little bit more of a deeper comments here. And uh, and uh, we have Lawrence. I'm sorry, I didn't see him on the uh, on the board. My bad. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Lawrence in, uh, get his thoughts, and then we'll kick it to Jeff. Lawrence, how you doing? Welcome to the uh, U of O Women's Post Game Show. If you think I'm gonna get North Carolina any type of fresh today? You dead wrong on that. <laughs> I knew when I saw when I saw your response to my tweet, I knew that you had something you had something for him. We knew you were waiting on hold. Yeah, I was wondering. I was, like, I was like, where, are, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about so, you. So let me get this straight. We can't play defense today because we got a whistle every single time you try to play, play defense. I swear, that same referee, every time Curry checking somebody, called the same foul on her every single time. I have watched every single game, and that same referee keeps calling that same foul on Curry. It's a, it's a, it seems like to me today is if we ever if Lil Wayne tried to rebound, a whistle wouldn't blown. Lil would probably play a little bit of defense with a blown. And the reason they got out rebound today because our main rebounders was on the bench, and and I afraid and the guard was afraid if they tried to get a rebound, they may get a whistle called on me. Now, Mr. Freak, though, that's not a good thing. Because normally they're better on foul shooting teams. And somebody better tell Sidney Curry, I understand you want to shoot the three-point shot, but if you but your mid-range and your drive your basket is one of the best on, on the team. So, 
you are right now you are seeing twenty eight percent from the tree. Drive to the hole, get to the rim. The reason why um, Carrie is shooting 39% because he set her feet and get ready to shoot. You you kind of rush your three point shot. And I'm sorry, Olivia had to go through that today because he, he, he did not deserve that. Olivia is a, is a better player than that. She did not deserve what she had to go through today. And I guess, like, Every 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 point guard will play against now is going to try to drive, drive to the hole and draw fouls. That's a, that's the main thing that's been happening the last two games for the for the day. But in that, I still believe in these girls. I still believe they can win the conference. And let's get it on Thursday night. All right, appreciate the call, Lawrence. No, I mean, I, I look. Yeah. UNC is a really good team. They are, but we helped them out today, and I, I thought that the the refereeing was atrocious. But that's, I mean, it, it didn't. It, it's not like they were all pro Louisville calls, but I think it really hurt our style of play, you know. And 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 it was so inconsistent, and and and, and tough to uh, tough to deal with. I thought that the offense really suffered in the second quarter. And Olivia, Sydney, and Kiki all had two fouls, and I think that really contributed to to the disjointed nature of our offense. When three of our best scoring threats were all forced to the bench, and at the end of the half, Jada did a great job of carrying us in that spot, hitting a couple of big shots. Excuse me, but um, anytime you take three of the four or five best players on your team and you you bench them, and the team has to has to figure out how to score without them, I mean, it looks it looked like we we struggled a little bit. Sure, uh, and I think what they struggled with more were the adjustments with the foul calling happening because I don't want to to credit. Uh, I don't want it to sound like I'm being fair to the refs because I'm I not. I don't want to credit but <laughs> anybody. I don't want to credit, credit anybody. anybody. Um, <laughs> but, you know, credit. it was 23 and 24 on foul calls. Yeah. For each team, respectively. So, it's not like it was one-sided on the number of calls. It was more, for me, when they came and how Louisville reacted to those calls as far calls, as adjustment. Yeah. And they just didn't do that very well today. And that's something that you absolutely have to clean up. Because we know the officiating's not going to improve. <laughs> We know that. We're right. not new here. It's never going to... It's not going to get better, guys. New. It's, it's not going to improve. It's, it is what it is, okay? What can improve is Louisville's ability to react to those calls in a better way and make the necessary adjustments when you do have two or three players in serious foul trouble You know, down the stretch where you have an opportunity to get back into the game. It's 81, not getting better. No, eighty-one fifty ninety three nine is the phone number. Thirty-eight thirty-one ninety three nine is the UPS Jobs text line. I want to get into that free throw shooting uh, after we play Jeff Wall's comments real quick. Uh, James, let's go ahead and hit that. Jeff Walls joins us now, and uh, it just seemed like every time you guys were able to get some momentum, they were able to hit a shot or do something to, to take it back, and, and that's kind of how the game went. Now, you've got to, first off, give them a ton of credit. They made some big-time shots when we would make a run, but we definitely were not at our best today. I mean, there there were moments. I, I you know I just got out of the locker room talk, talking with the team. 
I, I thought for 26 minutes, I thought we, you know, we, we competed. I mean, we're right here. Carolina's a really good team. Uh, and then we just we, we just got careless. I mean, we turned the basketball over. Now, we only had 11 turnovers, but we had crucial ones. You know, like when, when they get a four-point lead and all of a sudden we just throw it right to them and now it's a six-point lead. Things like that that we did not do a very good job of. And we're going to be able to go back and watch, and watch some film and reevaluate because we've we've got I mean we're a really good basketball team I, I think my concern and I've told him and it's not anything new it's not like I haven't told him our, our concern is our aggressiveness like urgency you, we just let people throw a pass and catch it and that's like okay I'll guard him now well no if you can get an easy one for lap get one shoot the gap steal it and unfortunately we just we didn't have that today even at the end of the game like I didn't want to foul. I mean, it's two and a half minutes. It's a six-point game. Right. Like, let them throw up a desperation shot as the clock's running out. And give them credit. They they made two of them. But for us, like, you you need a stop. One stop, you score. It's a two-possession game then. You know, you get to four, all of a sudden, all these shots become a little bit more difficult. And we just couldn't get it there. But as they're bringing up off the floor, we just back off of them. I'm like, guys, I'm not saying foul, but jab, jab, make them work. So, I mean, obviously not not the result that we wanted at all. Um, and we've just got to, we, we've got to get back to work. I thought Nylon O played extremely yep. well. They battled. Uh, our guards did not do a very good job of rebounding the ball. Our posts were in there working their tail off to keep their bigs off the glass. And then their guards would come in and clean it up because our guards were just were not engaged. Um, and then, you know, they score a couple lay run out layups in the first half because our guards aren't getting back. So then our post has to go over and then it turns into a layup. Um, you know, and I promise you, man, we, we, we told them on film, Donarski's their best shooter. You got to know where she, she's their best shooter. We can't let her get easy looks. Well, we obviously tried opposite day today. And it wasn't a very good start for us when you give somebody that, that kind of a, a jump start. And then the rest of the team gets a little jolt as well. Uh, so we've got to get, get get back to work. We'll fly home here shortly, give tomorrow off, get back in the gym on Tuesday and Wednesday, prepare for a Boston College team that I'm, I've watched on film. They're playing, they play extremely hard. We have to make sure we are ready for that basketball game because there is – there's no easy ones. Like, I'm just telling you, there's no easy ones. And if we don't figure it out, which, I'm, I mean, I, I do like this team. I think we have a chance to be really good. But if we don't figure it out quickly, then all of a sudden, you know, one can turn to two, can turn to three. Because um, everybody in this league's good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wild night in and night out. It, w- you know, at, at UConn earlier this year, great crowd, and, and things kind of got away in the second half. Great crowd in here, probably next to that game, the two best environments that we've seen for road games this year. And um, this time it, it didn't right there the entire time. Was that maybe a little bit of sign of, no. of some growth? Oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, we missed we miss five free throws in sure. the last minute of the game. I mean, you can't. Um, you know, so and, and that's something that, that you aren't going to expect. I mean, for Nile and O to both go two for six from the free throw line, they're both shooting a, a high 70s, mid 70s. I mean, that's just you, you can't game plan for that. You can't game plan for that. And then Sid goes one for three. I, you know, those those are things we got to clean up. 
and we have been shooting the ball extremely well from the, the uh, free throw line. But unfortunately, uh, it just did not go in uh, today. Uh, and obviously they had 11 block shots, and I know um, those aren't turnovers, but they, they kind of can be like turnovers because uh, they get it and go off that, and they were able to do that several times. No, they, they, they were, and we turned and, like, just, we turned and shoot right into them, which is something we've been ta- talking about in practice to try to make sure we, we get better. Uh, but unfortunately, we, we just didn't do a great job today. But, we'll, you know, the one thing I love about this group, we're going to get back in the gym. We're going to keep working, keep competing. And you talked about it Thursday night, uh, start of three straight at home, so a chance for everyone to uh, to get out. You you mentioned it, never an easy night in this league. So uh, hopefully no, folks not. can get out. The, the, the great thing about it is, like I told him in the locker room, you've got Boston College, Pitt, Syracuse. And it, it's an opportunity for us. You obviously got you got to take care of Boston College. Then you got Pitt. Then Syracuse comes in, who's tops in the league as well. But you've got a chance to go through the first nine at eight and one. It's sit, it's sitting in front of you. Now you've got to be willing to take step up to uh, to the challenge. Uh, looking forward to that. Appreciate the time as always. We'll see you Thursday night. Not sure. Appreciate. It. Thank you, Jeff Walls. All right, U of a head coach Jeff Walls. You can hear it in his voice. I mean, I think I think it was actually telling that he didn't and he doesn't he does not uh, dwell on officiating usually in post game interviews, but he didn't mention it once because. It's counterproductive at this point, and I think he's sending a you send a message, a certain message if you excuse it. You know what I mean? Because we right. we made too many mistakes. Factor the officiating completely out. We made just far too many mistakes, and while we're frustrated, we can say what we want about the style of play and how it was affected by sure. that. We missed eleven free throws. You know, we we missed five in the last minute, as Coach Walls just said. Uh, we let them shoot a couple of wide open shots in the last minute. Every time that we cut it down to five or six, they had an answer. You know, it was a frustrating end of the game. It was a frustrating second half after they battled for quite a bit. You know, fought through foul trouble. Uh, we out rebounded them in the first half barely, but more importantly, we had seven offensive rebounds in the first half, which I feel like really kept us in the game. We didn't do that in the second half, not the same way. Uh, and it's it's. He talked about those transition buckets. We were too slow back to get back in transition. I just, it's, it's a, it was a tough game today. It was tough, and I think you're right. And I think Coach Walls is a seasoned enough coach to know that complaining about the officiating will only get you so far. But you do it between if, the whistles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then every once in a while, you might let one fly at the post game press. Conference. Yeah, every once in a while. Every once in a while, you might let one fly. But he has. As of late, taken to getting technicals instead of fines. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we are with Jeff Walls, and he knows the team has some mistakes to clean up, and he's going to get them in the gym and fix those, do his best to fix those mistakes, and try to move on from this one as they can. On to the next one. Yeah, on to the next. Um, Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine is the phone number. Thirty-eight, thirty-one, ninety-three, nine is the UPS jobs text line. Get in here and let us know how you feel about this game today. I mean, he talked about it. It's a, it's a grind in the ACC. It's only going to get harder. And somehow that thermostat went up to seventy-five. I didn't touch it. I, I swear I didn't touch it. I don't believe you. There, there is video evidence. <laughs> I know I that know. I didn't touch. Now, Justin, we have to lock it in every once in a while. I, I don't know. We have to lock it in every once in a while. It but, is very telling, though, that you're over there in a t-shirt. 
And I'm over here in a hoodie, a jacket, a boggin. <laughs> yeah. It is back up to 75, though. So we were two for seven at one point from the free throw line. Like you, Olivia Cochran and Nyla Harris are both very good shooters for bigs. Um, we're one of the best free throw shooting teams in the ACC. I think they're actually the best. I think we were number one in the ACC coming into this game, and UNC shot closer to 60% for the for the season, between 60 and 65. They went 17 of 23 from the line. That's a tough deficit to overcome, and that's mostly self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. That's mostly self-inflicted. We missed 11 free throws today. I mean, that the I thought that in the second half, uh, after the foul trouble, um, people got a little... Like I said earlier, a little bit less aggressive on the uh, on the defensive end and on the offensive end. When Olivia wasn't in the game, and even sometimes when she was, I thought that we did a lot of passing around the perimeter, and we weren't really trying the paint nearly as much in the third and fourth quarter. It, yeah, twenty four points in the paint total for a Louisville team, any Louisville team, is low, extremely low. Um, so you did see a lot of more, a lot, a lot of more. A lot more, <laughs> a lot more passing around the perimeter today, and it is unusual for them to not drive to the basket so often. Um, so I don't, I don't know why. I, so it, you know, UNC has a couple of really good shot blockers. They do, uh, but that's. I feel like that's still something Louisville teams are typically able to handle well. Yeah, they only had one block shot in the second half. They had six in the first. Uh, seven on the game. <sighs> you like that math? Really quickly. Um, Good job. Six plus one. Like, they they, they, they have some, some solid shot blockers. I mean, they have a couple of really good bigs. Um, Gakdang is, is one of the better pure centers in the league. Um, between her and, uh, and Key in the first half, they had several blocks. And then... Ustby is a tall. She's a big guard, you know, and she's somebody who 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 responsible often, for seven of their eleven. What's that blocks today? Who was? Ustby. There you go. Ustby. That's all Ustby. you need to know. Yeah. Was you, it eleven total to, blocks? They had eleven total blocks. Yeah, that makes complete sense. I thought it was more than what I was reading. And she had seven of them. Yeah. So there you go. And she had a triple-double last month. So when I talk about Deja <laughs> you Kelly... You don't even have to elaborate on that. <laughs> and Alyssa Usby being two of the best players in the ACC, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, 81-50-93-9, uh, 38-31-93-9 is UPS Jobs text line. Usby is very good defensively. She's very good at everything. She has an extremely good floor game. She does sometimes remind me a little bit of Emily Inksler, the way she plays. Uh, that's that's. She's not as good as Emily Inksler, in my opinion, but she does... Remind me some I like size. How your clarification there came with everybody the, on the video? Yeah, just she's so everybody's not clear. her. I don't think she's quite <laughs> as as tenacious and she's quite as athletic, but her ability to do literally everything. Yeah, and she can be an explosive scorer at times, but doesn't have to be to affect the game the way she does. Um, is why I often I, I compare the two. But she is not Emily Inksler, just so everybody knows. Everybody knows. Put the hands up like that. Don't. Uh, let me run down some stats real quick while we wait for people to call. I don't know. I guess people aren't ready to. Are they? Are they burned by this? Usually, we get five or six calls minimum on the post game show, and today we've got I one from think, our guy Lawrence. I think there's a lot going on today. Yeah, people are game hopping today. They're game hopping. They're watching the NFL. Yeah, that's no excuse. You want to run down the stats real quick? <laughs> 
Sid Taylor, eight points, two rebounds, uh, four personal fouls, <laughs> one steal, one assist. Nyla, uh, she was able to tally 16 points today with three rebounds and two assists. She also had three steals. She did pretty well on the defensive and off- offensive end this this evening, afternoon. It's still afternoon. Uh, Kiki, eight points, three rebounds, five assists. Nina Ricards had a couple of points. Olivia Cochran had 14 points, five rebounds, four assists. Uh, Aleph had two points, one rebound. Uh, we only saw her for about 11 minutes today. Marissa Russell, who we saw for nine minutes, had a couple of rebounds and an assist. Lexia Mobley, she only played two two minutes today. Into the half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did not see her record anything through those two minutes. Lily Love had four points, five rebounds. And Jada Curry had 14 points, went six for six from the free throw line. Uh, three rebounds and two assists. There you go. Who's your player of the game? <sighs> Nyla. Yeah. I think Nyla had a really great performance today. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll put it on Nyla. Pretty, pretty well balanced today. Yeah, and I agree. I, th- I think the the rest of the country is starting to realize how good her gameplay is, how well balanced her gameplay is. Yeah. Now, Nyla's been extremely consistent this year. I mean, I talk about her and Olivia's post-defense a lot. They're very good defenders, but they're also not just good traditional post-defenders. They have very active hands and, and produce a lot of turnovers. Today, it was a, it was an effort. You know, they yeah. had to battle a lot today, but they, her and, and Olivia worked really hard underneath and, and tried to maintain position the whole time. We need to get – I thought Aleph was making strides. I think she struggled a little bit today. Um, I'm interested to see if Alexia and Henny uh, get worked into this lineup more down the line. I would have liked to have seen Henny That's today. what I said earlier. You I did, got, yeah, you did say that. And I think there were – Moments where her play would have been beneficial yeah. today. Their staff, the staff so, was really excited about her in the offseason. Yeah. And she looked good in Canada this offseason. And I know she's working through an injury, mm-hmm. but we've seen her in spots the last couple of games, and I'm hoping that her her minutes start to increase at some point just because she's a, she's a very skilled big, and I feel like she could she could help us down the stretch. Uh, Mike, welcome into the U of L Women's Post Game Show. How you doing, man? I'm great, Biscuit. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I've met both of you and Christy at different times. Uh, I'm on Twitter with you guys. But anyway, the reason I called, uh, frustrating day to say the least. Yeah. Very passionate about the women. Uh, I see things that just frustrate the heck out of me. I commented to you uh, during the, the game about Ellis uh, as far as you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. And, uh, and basically uh, a lot of potential there. She just seems to always... Uh, rush things she can't her hands her hands just seem to be bad right now mm. without a doubt uh, but uh, a very disappointing loss I felt that uh, uh, a little bit of home cooking we can blame rest all we want but we we certainly shot ourselves in the foot yeah. uh, in this game but they, there was so many fouls that I just couldn't even keep track of it it was ridiculous but what's your all thoughts I just tuned in so what, what's your all thoughts on on how it was officiated Mike, I appreciate the call, man, and we always appreciate you interacting with us during the game. Um, I know your Twitter account, and, and please keep it up, man. We I actually we love just it. met him last game. There you go. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, I, I thought it was. We we addressed it a little bit earlier. I know you just you just tuned in. I'd be happy to revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous. The amount of whistles was just absurd. You know, it's and this is not 
again, we're not blaming the officiating for the loss. We did plenty to lose this game. We didn't deserve to win this game the way we played in the second half. That's just the fact. But it's really hard to watch a game where you get 15 fouls called in the quarter. You know, you've got Nina Ricards who can't breathe on the guard without getting a foul. She got four fouls, I think, in the third quarter. That's wild. <laughs> she was already struggling a little bit this game. <laughs> and then to have that happen, you just it takes you out of it. But you do have to adjust to the way they're they're calling the game. But when it's inconsistent like that, when, I mean, Kiki spent half the first half on the floor getting knocked over uh, and with very few foul calls. And then the second half, you know, it just seems like they the whistles just nonstop. I mean, I mean there it, were a couple of plays where you even noticed that they – Started blowing the whistle before the foul. Yeah, even May, like, which is which is the was it which the the uh, anticipatory calls have been a problem in women's yes. basketball. It's a problem in men's basketball too, but worse in women's basketball for years. I mean, they once you take a especially a certain players, they take steps towards the basket, and they're like, well, they're gonna commit a foul. I mean, look at I mean, it's a guard on a big. They're gonna commit a foul, so we're just gonna we're just gonna blow the whistle. And we're out of position. We can't see the contact. There wasn't any contact. They're blowing it anyway. Uh, so it, it's it's tough to watch sometimes. It is. And when Mike talking about Ayla, if you do, you take the the good with the bad. And I think to this point, she has been a net positive and she is coming around, you know, and I thought she was really, really picking it up the last couple of games. She just, she had a tough one today, I think, at times. And, and the, the fall off between Olivia and her on the offensive end was just really noticeable today. Um I think some of that, you're talking about her hands and maybe she's hurrying things and nervousness, is her still adjusting to the American game. Uh, she's from Turkey. The international game is different. Um, it's a different style. It's a different level of athleticism. And, and I just, uh, ACC is top-notch college basketball. you know. And, and obviously she's played international ball. That's, that's high level. <laughs> as high as it gets. But it, it's it's a different style of play here and she's still adjusting to the American game. And I'm, I'm hoping that she, uh, she shows fully what kind of player she can be by the end of the year. Cause you can tell the skills there, you know, and, and she is a shooter. She's only made one, three so far this year, but she has the ability. Uh, she made a two with her foot on the arc today, uh, but she's, she's got the ability to shoot. And once she comes around and is shooting in rhythm and, and gets more comfortable in the, in the flow of the game, I think that, uh, that you'll see her um, look more at, at ease at home in, in these big games. Blossom, if you will. What's that? She'll blossom. She'll blossom. She'll yes. blossom. Hey, related but unrelated, uh, shout out to my girl Kiana Smith, who is getting signed by Connecticut. Yeah. She's been playing overseas. That's awesome. you, you're talking about international ball, kind of uh, jogged my memory on that. Oh, we'll always uh, talk about Kiana on this show. We love um, Kiana. Yes, we do. <laughs> I heard that somebody in my presence is the president of the Kiana. That would be me. Club. Yep, that was my right. uh, my. I think that was my first fan club presidency officially. I think that's what started the movement was Kiana. Now mine's here we still are. On the team. Huh? <laughs> Mine's still on the team. <laughs> yeah. Here we are a few years exactly. later with several fan club presidents out there. That's right. Roaming the Twitter streets. I think Nyla's got one. Kiki's got one. So shout out to everybody that took part in that movement. That's good. Somebody That's good. tried to come in and claim Olivia and we had to <sighs> No. We had to stop that one. No. No. No, she's already got a president. James, Sorry. who do you have? Who are you fan club president of? 
Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> you don't put my man on the spot. Like, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I would have been Olivia, but I mean, I, you can't have, <laughs> yeah, you can't you have know, Olivia. You could be on the board. Is that cool? <laughs> right, definitely cool. Definitely. Right. <laughs> Texas Secretary. Says, Love the show. Need more of it. The women are doing just fine. Jeff will iron out the kinks and be ready to roll in March. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you so much for the thank kind you. words. Look, uh, this is. I think you can tell by our tone. Like this was a frustrating game, and it's 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 frustrating while I watch it. This is why we don't turn on the video feed. Uh, until the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> every once in a while, I'm pretty good about staying it, calm usually. It would have been bad today. Usually, I'm pretty good today. about staying calm, but today was one of those games where I was just like, there was a lot of frustrating factors. But you all know us. We're pretty even even keeled about this. Jeff yeah. gives us a lot of reasons. Jeff Walls and his players and his staff have given us a lot of reasons through the years not to freak out about losses at any point during the season, especially to a top 25, extremely talented North Carolina team. We will pick apart the loss. We will talk about the things we need to work on. Uh, they're not infallible. You know, there's a ton of stuff that they need to work on. They We shot ourselves in the foot over and over again today. Uh, we had untimely turnovers. We left the three-point line unguarded at times. Uh it was frustrating to watch. I thought that we had bad, we had poor shot selection um, in the second and third quarters. Aleph did some kind of baseline turnaround fadeaway uh, jumper that got blocked into oblivion. That I just wasn't sure what she was thinking at that point. That was kind of the cherry on top of that stretch. But like, there's there's problems and there's issues. But this team has flashed incredible potential, and we have been given so many examples of of Jeff Walls and his staff. Figuring it out, figuring out the sauce uh, before March that we don't lose our mind over one ACC loss and we'll probably have another one or two uh, or maybe I, even three. I, like, I think that it's not out of the question to expect another loss or two or three. The ACC, like we were saying earlier, is just incredibly talented this yeah. year. And even the unranked teams in the ACC, uh, we're, we're sitting at what, six, six ranked teams right now. Um, but even the unranked teams could beat any of those ranked teams on any given day. That's how good this league is this year. And I think expecting any of the ACC teams to only lose one or two games through all of ACC play, it's unrealistic. No, it's not going to be that it's way. It's not going to happen. It's not going to be that way. It's it going to be a fight for first place come the end of a regular season. I mean, NC it State lost to Vautech a couple weeks ago. Vautech got dragged by Duke. A team we've already beaten. Um, I mean, I think the winner in the ACC is probably going to have three league losses, two or yeah. three league losses. Uh, two is the everybody's got at least one at this point, and we're only a third of the way through the slate, like mm-hmm. as far as league games go. So you can't just so to run down the the ranked teams in the league right now. This week it was NC State at four, um, Louisville at thirteen. Virginia Tech at 14, Florida State at 15, which I didn't even mention earlier. Um, Notre Dame at 19, North Carolina at 23. Unreal. That's six ranked teams, and that doesn't include Syracuse or Duke or Miami. All teams that are extremely capable of beating anybody in this league uh, on any given day, like you said. So that's what we're dealing with. with the ACC and I feel like we're going to incur a couple more losses this year. It's just a matter of figuring out, learning from each one of those losses and and preparing ourselves for a deep March run. 
yeah, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to this time of year. And I I don't see any reason to panic yet. And I'm not going to. We never do this time of year. Like you said, Jeff and his staff always. We never panic like, ever. Figure out the sauce. <laughs> I feel like no, we never we panic. We never like, panic. Last year, I gave us as many reasons to panic as we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It did. We took a long time to figure this out last year. A long time. And, you know, once Mikasa became the primary ball handler, I think it unlocked a lot of things with this team. But even then, you know, we had a lot of questions going into the tournament and we made the Elite Eight. Yep. This year, I have less questions about this team. It's just a matter of of getting it, getting ourselves more consistent. Coming out and playing with the same intensity every game. Understanding what your identity is. We are an aggressive defensive basketball team. There's no laying weight. Just like Jeff talked about, he gets frustrated when he sees us kind of lay off on defense until a pass is made. It's like, why don't you disrupt the pass? That's where we're the best. We have the active hands. That's why Olivia and Nyla are so good in the post because they are not passive post defenders who are just bodying you up and trying to prevent you from putting the ball in the hole. They are actually bodying you up and... Going after you under the with the great ball skills they have and and swatting at the ball and trying to work while well, well, they're not they're not used to that from post defenders. A lot of times post defenders are they're defending you up here. Olivia and I will poke that ball out if you get passive. Like that's what I love about our team. Those half court uh, traps, the full court press that we can get into against some teams. We didn't do it as much today. Um, like that's the type of aggressive defense that I love with with Jeff Wall's teams, and I think that. It's a mindset, and I thought I, I feel like we were rounding right into that, and we balked at it a little bit today at times, and I think it's possibly partially because of a little bit of hesitance with the way they were calling the game. I think that might have might have contributed to some of that that passive uh, behavior on defense. Yeah, and, and I think those are things the kinks that'll be worked out they're coming up on a three-game home slate boston college Pitt, and syracuse all at home uh before heading out to nc state so that's a really good opportunity for this team to kind of refocus re-energize use that home court advantage which we know is one of the best in the country for women's basketball um and then take the the improvements with you on the road to NC State. It's going to be tough in Raleigh. And then we come home to Notre Dame. It's... Am I... If I'm reading this right, Boston College is is playing a game against Army on Wednesday. And they turn around and play in Louisville Thursday? At Army and then come to Louisville on Thursday. That's extremely weird. That is zero turnaround. I've never seen anything like that in the middle of a conference schedule where you have a road game smack dab in the middle of the week the day before going to Louisville. That's what it says on on Google. Are you seeing that? Hold on. I'm going to pull up their official, their official uh, website. schedule because that seems... That's wild. Like, and sometimes like Google search I mean, gets like, it wrong. It, yeah, but let's pull it up. Okay, let's see here. Playing in West Point and then coming down to Louisville overnight is wild. Whoops. Look on that. What is wrong with their website? I need confirmation on this. I'm going to get it for you. Because this Give is what Google is telling me. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe this for a second. 8150-939 if you want to get a phone call in here in the next few minutes because we're probably going to wrap it up pretty soon. Uh, 3831-939 if you want to th- give us a text on the UPS Jobs text line. You have a couple of regulars we didn't hear from today that I was expecting no, to hear from. I appreciate Lawrence and Mike calling, but yeah. Uh, 
You got that official? Today, January. Okay, that's not accurate. All right. Uh, that didn't make a lick of sense no, to me. No, it okay. didn't. They were at Georgia Tech Look today, took a 54-69 loss. Yeah, it pulled up it's, on my Google, too. That's it. weird. Um, All right. Well, that makes a lot more but sense. because the that, official Boston College website had them pocket. at Georgia Tech today and then at Louisville, and then they have okay. NC State at home right after they're at Louisville. Maybe so. Army's expecting them. And Boston College, like we so, didn't, we didn't, we didn't schedule that, man. Boston College is looking at taking three ACC losses in a row. Yeah, they're 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 a middle of the pack. Yeah, uh, uh, bottom half of the league team, but doesn't mean they're not capable of, of coming in here and 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 wreaking havoc. Uh, it's kind of nice that um, I feel like the next three games build towards that NC State game where we were going yeah. back home. We get Boston College, then we get Pittsburgh, and then Syracuse, which is a very they're six and one in conference. They're sixteen and two overall, and they're not one of the ranked teams. Wow! Just in it? case you were wondering, um, we get those two, and then get to play Syracuse before we go out on the road uh, and face NC State. So those Syracuse and NC State games back to back are going to be extremely uh, impactful uh, to the uh, top of the ACC standings. So those are that's three Louisville. Syracuse and NC State are three of the one-loss teams in the ACC right now. These these last couple of January games for Louisville are going to be so crucial to the performance of this team the rest of the season because that February slate, it's going to get nasty quick. Yeah, It's going to get nasty really quick. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. NC State has two conference losses. That's my bad. But yeah, Syracuse, uh, it's, it's going to ramp up ser- something serious and we'll have your post-game action here uh, on 93.9 with our guy James Black going to produce uh, our post game shows and we're going to hope to do more of these uh, these video feeds uh, Justin Sofro has done a great job building that as another part of our offerings, our media yeah, offerings here a wonderful job with that. at ESPN Louisville in 93.9 and we hope to, to do more of that and maybe a, uh, a watch along sometime soon um, for one of these road games so yeah, look forward to all that stuff Chrissy, do you have any parting thoughts? Go Bills. <sighs> You've been waiting on it, haven't you? <laughs> I've been waiting. She's over, she's over there on a U of L postgame show wearing Bills uh, stuff head to toe. I didn't come in here wearing Jet stuff. And no, it's not because they're not in the playoffs. Shut up, they're Chrissy. They're not, though. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We appreciate y'all listening. Good guys lose 79 68, unfortunately, to the North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm Dave Skull. That's Chrissy Banta. That's our guy, our guy James Black, behind the ones and twos. Thank you to Justin Sofro once again for doing the ESPN Plus uh, YouTube broadcast. This has been your University of Louisville women's basketball postgame show. Until next time, go Cards.
care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the expert you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.